continuing this month of guests and ghost stories. We got my buddy Kristen back on today. And uh, we're just kind of catching up briefly. And uh, <laughs> it just kind of falls in line with what we're talking about, what you experienced recently at, at your what your 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 job <laughs> you know <laughs> yeah because oh, man and and so like I, I fucking feel your pain on that man because it's like so scary especially when you're in that is is it a school that you're at no it's just it's a single building it's our oh, okay. title offices and i think i have to almost like retell the story because yeah. i told you that we weren't recording yeah so I'm wrapping up a class last night, myself, my coworker, her little girl, and I'm dog sitting. So I grab the dog, we'll put him out in the truck, run back in to do a last walk through, make sure everything's cleaned up. And as I'm opening the door, before I even get to my coworker, a door closes in the back of the building. And it's been known to Holy have shit. things like that happen. You can hear footsteps like... Holy shit. There's carpet. And our the other lady I work with, our financial manager, she's like, oh, yeah, I've heard people walk down. Like, there's high heels clicking coming down the hall, but we have carpeting. So I, it's... Holy yeah. shit. It's, it's stuff like that. And it's, it, it is an old town, Valdez, where the <laughs> town was hit hard with the tsunami. Oh, and shit. Yeah. God damn, man, that's uh, that shit's intense, man. The um, especially like when you're talking about hearing the doors and everything, because when I was out at uh, Houtling, there's many nights I was alone and you just hear, you know, and it's like, oh shit, <laughs> it's like you have no idea what the fuck it is. Is it the building? Am I just fucking, you know? <laughs> is uh your mind playing tricks on you what the fuck you know and you know your mind can totally mess with you too but um if you're you know going into whatever building or environment yeah. you know totally clear-headed you don't have a reason to play tricks with your own mind or anything so yeah there's uh Fuck man. So, uh, where's this? Uh, is a building by a bunch of other buildings that you're at then, or is it uh, in a so, secluded it, area? It's kind of hard to describe. I mean, it's where it used to be the whole old town of Valdez um, okay. back in the '60s. Okay. And um, yeah, after they cleared everything, after most of the town was washed out. The section where my building's at for work, um, there's kind of a small native housing okay. in that area, and it's pretty spread out. It's not a ton of buildings everywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it's right there in the woods, too. <laughs> uh, of course it is, man. <laughs> yeah. Of, of course it is. I, um, do you remember, or not, I, I didn't mean Houtlin, I meant uh, Point Higgins. Uh, do you remember where. Uh, where the Point Higgins School was out north. Oh yeah, very, very, very secluded. It's its own. It's in its own spot, so it's always like, "Holy shit, what yeah. the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, you know? I, I used to live out in South Point Higgins Road, so I 
You're, go out there and watch my brother Jason when they'd have uh, softball games out there in the summer. Oh, so you're super close to that spot. Oh, then. yeah. I, I remember. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And and like you said, it gets dark early. What, what time is it getting dark up there now? Um, I'm going to say about 8 o'clock. It's like dark, dark. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's uh, fucking A, man. Uh, before we dive into to some of your stories here, how how are the summers? What time what time is it getting? When is it not bright? <laughs> so, last summer, Jason had uh, one of his best friends come up from Minnesota, and him and his girlfriend came up, and it was just kind of funny. Like you can get caught up in you know visiting anybody that you haven't seen in forever. We stayed up, I think, till one o'clock, but it was still like kind of. Twilight like, damn, wasn't pitch black. So yeah, it's. It, I sleep with a sleeping mask on. Yeah, but I we don't have curtains in our house or anything, so it's kind of. <laughs> we have blackout needed? curtains for our guest rooms. Yeah. Fuck, man. So when it's like that, is it like when it's like nine o'clock and met on a mid July or mid mid June evening? Then yeah. Oh, okay. But it's. Kind of, it would just say dim. Damn. Damn, that's uh, I mean, that, yeah, it's just fucking nuts, man. Um, so, so you've had a few stories that we've been meaning to get to. We just, it's it, trying to find time, right? It's uh, yeah. It's uh, you live a very, you're a very busy person on top of working, being a parent. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I get exhausted when I look at my schedule. <laughs> I have to do anything. It's like, oh my god! Like. <laughs> oh shit! Um, so uh, we've known each other, Jesus, decades now. So um, you know, Halloween's huge, and oh, yeah. uh, horror movies and whatnot. And you know, we share the same taste in movies like "Can't Buy Me Love." <laughs> you know, yeah, um, just a lot in general. So. Uh, let's let's get to uh, some of uh, some of your fucking scary shit here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if we want to jump into the scary movies right away. I did. I know I shared this with you, but I haven't been able to share it on your podcast. Yeah. Um, our family connection to Amityville. Oh, yes. Let, let's touch on yeah. that because. Okay, so I did chat. My grandpa Pete was born and raised in Amityville, New York. And I think they lived out there until he was about maybe eight or nine Damn. is what he had told me. Um, my great grandpa, Samuel Sixby, he used to work for NASA. He was actually um, one of the main people on the team that invented the landing craft. Holy shit. Yeah. It's, I, I remember like, uh, saying this to my grandma so i was like why couldn't pete be my mom's biological dad because i'd be an actual rocket scientist like yeah. i was such an average student and <laughs> i always felt a little dumb like it was just kind of <laughs> my personality and she just she laughed of course like i love my grandpa yeah. the only grandpa i've known my whole life yeah. and then um yeah it's just it's kind of funny <laughs> he's uh he's a good dude man uh Really quick, I see your grandpa walking all over the place, and then um, every now and then he pops into my store, so I chewed it up oh. with him really quick, you know? Yeah. And uh, 
last week I saw him over here and I was with my dad and he's like, oh, there's my buddy Pete. He's walking, but he walks everywhere. <laughs> yep. He's got a schedule. Like that man, like my mom used to say it, he's going to outlive us all because he's so healthy and just right on top of things so <laughs> he literally walked around like people say yeah, i walked drove all over the island well your grandpa pete actually walked on yeah. that island not just one time like numerous times yeah oh, man that's just amazing man because he's the first and only person i knew that has hiked the entire island of a island yeah like i think that took him two weeks to do that Man, yeah, probably just his backpack with him too, right? Oh yeah, and a <laughs> and some kind of a firearm, just, yeah. you know, protection. <laughs> <laughs> it does. Uh, damn, sorry, I mean to get off on a sidetrack. There, it's just uh, he's a very in, in interesting person in general. <laughs> you know, he's got so many stories. Um, it kind of takes a minute to kind of crack him open, but I find myself the older I get. I check in with him like every two weeks or so. Nice. And I think I talk to him more than both Mark and John. Yeah. So there's a lot of things I know more about him than they do. Yeah. Which is like funny because <laughs> I don't know. I just, yeah. I need to record him one day because I did record a conversation with my grandmother. Oh, good. And I have that. It's on YouTube. It, it's kind of funny. So Jason, when he was teaching high school, social studies, history, and everything, um, they threw Simshian studies at him. And at that time, you know, the school board, the administration, everyone, it was, like, different before any of our own people started jumping into these roles. Okay. And uh, he was like, I'm not Simshian. You need a Simshian to teach Simshian studies. And so they were like, they need a certified teacher. So anyways, long story short, he figured out a way to make, make it work for him to teach it and so part of the grades that he was doing for basically almost all the kids that had his class um to get a good grade you had to, he started a data collection with them and that's actually i saw that over the um what is it krbd or rainbird city or something uh, like that yep. they shared an article earlier this year so it originated with jason Wow. And then when Naomi came back, he passed it on to her to kind of continue that on. So nice. any of the old, old, old photos, just like everything from since 1887 to current, like anything that came in, like that was getting scanned, it was getting archived. And then um, a year after that, he took it to another level and he did some digital recording. Obviously, this was before everyone had nice, fancy cell phones and whatnot. <laughs> and so I did the example with my yeah. Graham Ethel. The class created like about 30 to 40 questions on what to ask your elder in your family just to compare Matt LaCatla from how they were raised to, you know, today's generation. And so all I did was digitally record a conversation with my grandmother and Mark got his hands on it with from Jason and he created a whole video out of it and it was really cool it was and then it you know it turns out to be quite the treasure because we don't have her anymore so I was like 
Yeah, it's nice to... Yeah. Hell, yeah, man. That is awesome. That's another reason why I do this podcast, too, because this shit will go on forever, you know? Oh, yeah. And it'll just be me and my friends talking spooky, funny, everyday life shit, you know? (laughs) Yep. There, um, okay, sorry. Uh, so you got ties to Amityville. Hey, man, we do side quests on this fucking podcast. You're good. I think that's what makes it fun to listen. So. <laughs> yeah. You don't know what's going to be said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so uh, I can't remember how old I was when I learned that my grandpa was born and raised in Amityville. And I don't know any of the real history of like way back when, but for some reason he had a memory of that house. He actually lived like several streets away from it, but he can recall seeing it. But during that time when he was a kid, I mean, none of that had occurred during that time. So yeah, it's kind of like, not like a total tie to it. He knew about everything after it all happened. Wow. Um, you know, everything, what did that happen in the early 70s or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Something wild, man. Um, so he was already moved into Mount Lake when all of that actually happened. Wow. But when the movie did a remake quite a few years back, you know, seeing the, the trailer, you know, stuff popping up on TV, it was just kind of like, huh. Like, you know, he was like, that's where I'm from. Like, you know, he didn't really, like, <laughs> he's, he's, like, you have to really fill him in on what's going on yeah. for him that, like, it usually has to really take interest for him or else he's just not going to care, so. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that's funny. Is he just chilling at your place and the trailer came on and he's like, wait a minute. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. That, that That's pretty fucking cool. Yeah, it's, um... Yeah, I, I'm not sure how I'd feel. I don't know if I would really want to go back to Amityville and check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I mean, like I said, so he was only raised there until he was about, I'd say, eight, nine, maybe ten. And then my great-grandfather moved them over to Hartford, Connecticut. Okay. Dang. What, uh... So, as far as, like, exploring goes we've never explored the island like your grandfather has but we you have wondered places around in that island oh yeah um anything uh any anything kind of spooky around there during your your time on the riz so okay being outside has never really bothered me when I, I used to go hiking like several miles at a time. Jason and I, we would park a vehicle at the end of Moss Point and then go over to the Muskeg by close to the Tangus apartments. Okay. And we would just hike from beach to beach. And um, I can't really say anything's really spooked me. There's yeah. a few times I have gone out by myself. And I usually go to the Moss Point Beach, and I'd either hike to the left or the right. And I remember hiking to the left as if I'm going to go in towards the Tamgus Bayside. Yep. And my biggest thing was, during all those years, was looking for glass floats and, you know, cool corks and buoys and whatnot that would wash up. 
And and I found my share of glass balls. Um, It's like such a fun find. But I remember being up high on the logs that were washed up. And I used to be able to like kind of run across them and just like be everywhere. I'm not not that mobile (laughs) anymore to do that. (laughs) Yeah. It's been a long time. But I can remember feeling someone or something looking at me from a distance and i just i got the like creeps and Ooh. of all the things it was an eagle and i was like it better not be a cushion like, <laughs> like, need to get home like oh my gosh but this eagle was like at a far distance and i'm not scared of eagles yeah so it was just so weird like i felt eyes looking at me and that's what it was oh shit man but um, I don't know. I think back to being young in high school, going out the road with friends. Like that airport hangar is always—it's creepy in the daytime. <laughs> it is, man. It, it really. But, yeah, I cannot. I don't know. That that place. Uh, I mean, like you said, even going to Moss Point too, man. If you go there alone, it's kind of oh shit, <laughs> you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's just one of those spots because you, you, a lot of the, the old military spots out there, right? Oh, okay. You just said military. Now I just had a memory pop up. Okay. That uh, power and light business office out there. Okay. That is creepy. <laughs> I, I've stayed the night like, in that a few times. Creepy. What was your experience like in that I, building? Well, I was a little kid. There was... Uh, the the people uh one of the office workers lived out there with their family they were the they had two kids todd i think todd was the the, the, the son's name and the sister's name was katie and there were the colton acres okay. and um anyway so we stayed the night out there and and it was just very it was very odd because it, it it's it's an odd place to live. It's isolated. Oh, yeah. yeah. And it, and it just goes back to one of those things on like, was that a door slamming? Is that the fucking tree rubbing up against the window? Oh, there's no tree there, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and then it's just, uh, trying to get like, trying to like, Hey man, can we go outside? Like, yeah, you probably shouldn't do that. <laughs> it's like, well, fucking a, I guess I'm just going to be scared shitless the entire night. I'm fucking staying in this, <laughs> super creepy building you know oh yeah because like i said you you hear everything man whether it's just like fuck is the building settling is the fucking do the windows suck that much that it just rattles with every fucking little bit of wind here (laughs) yeah (laughs) it's like i said and and the isolated part too man and then that that kind of always just overtook me especially wherever i was whether i was staying the night there or out at out at Point Higgins, it's just when you're, you're isolated, you know you're fucking isolated, you know? Oh, yeah. And, uh, you know, just seeing, it, like, okay, was that a fucking shadow? Did I just fucking see something, you know? Yeah. Shit like that, man. What about yourself? Um, so, I haven't had a whole lot of time out there. I do remember, however... Um, Early mid nineties, I'd say maybe ninety four ish. I don't know if you remember. There was like a husband and wife chiropractor that were staying out there. 
Oh, geez, I spaced that one. I mean, you can remember that now, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, my parents used to go out there all the time. And so I'd always go with them because I think it would be like they'd pick us up after school and they'd go right to the appointment. And I just, I don't have like a whole lot of recollection of the like rest of the building. I remember that one section of it where they were practicing their chiropractic clinic out of and living. Yeah. But um, the funny thing is, I don't know. I love chatting about spirits and experiences with um, my dad's late, or she would have been his wife, Valerie Gregorio. Oh, okay, okay. And she always told me stuff because my own house in Mount Catla, my entire life, we had something in our hallways. Oh, it was like up until my dad died and then i felt like he must have kicked whoever or whatever out because i always felt protected after that like i never felt scared ever again after i lost my dad because he died in the house and yeah. so um but the old house that used to be there before our house was put there was ba haldane's house my great great grandfather and that house my dad was born in that house back in the 40s and I remember saying, like, I would kind of drop hints to, you know, like my grand Loretta. And she said one of her uncles died in the house. And he was, like, always, like, like a joker, a prankster. And I was like, uh, so you're telling me I have a great uncle scaring us for fun in the hallways <laughs> all the time? Like, because. Damn. There's so many different stories. And everyone's had a weird experience with. <laughs> something in the hallway like because it was kitchen hallway to the bedroom hallways it was like an l shape and coming into that corner to get to the bedrooms you're you know the corner of the living room and when billy and i were really little uh my parents went to like reno or seattle or something like that and uh I call them my aunt and uncle. Anyone that was like best friends with my parents, you know, aunt and uncle. So Ray Martinez, and he was married to Dina at the time. Yeah. They were watching Billy and I, and my dad had his recliner, and the back of the recliner was facing the bedroom hallways to the bedroom and kitchen. And so apparently, and Ray would always mention this to me too. He's like, yeah, house is haunted. I was like, well, it's not anymore. <laughs> and he was like, you did feel it. Like he was just like freaked out. He said, <laughs> they put us to bed one night and Billy and I shared a room and he can't recall how long after, but him and Dina were in the living room and he was sitting in my dad's recliner and they were watching TV and we were sleeping and he felt someone come up and shake the recliner. Fucking and he a. thought it was me and Billy. And he, he said he flew up off that chair and he looked around and he ran down that hallway. And Billy and I were sound asleep and he was terrified. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit, man. Yeah. Just shook the shit out of him, huh? Mm-hmm. Damn, man. Did that ever happen to you before? No, but I do have another story with that hallway. Okay, yeah, let's hear it. Okay, so this is the last memory I have of ever making a mixed tape. Nice. Like, my dad had the big Morant stereo system, and at that time, he had our wood stove removed because we had the Toyo stove. It was right before he put the wood stove back. Okay. And 
the stereo was against that wall, which would have been on the other side of Billy's bedroom. Yeah. And then we were in high school, and it had to have been the year 2000, maybe 2001. One of those two years because, you know, Billy was, like, obsessed with Eminem at that time. And so my mom leached his hair, like, platinum blonde. Like, it was actual blonde, not orange. <laughs> and he was always sleeping because in the summertime, we'd stay up all night <laughs> and sleep all day. Yeah. Well, I was laying on the floor, and I had the glass door open, and I'm recording music onto an actual tape. And I see him out of the corner of my eye, him in his blonde hair, and he was wearing red sweatpants, and he came down the hallway and went into the kitchen. Oh, shit. And all I could say was, it's about time you're up. It's late. <laughs> and that was nothing. I didn't hear anything in the kitchen, and I was like, literally, I saw my brother get up, walk down the hall, turn the corner, and go into the kitchen. So I like was like, what the heck? Like he didn't say anything. So I jumped up, I ran through the dining room to the kitchen, and he was not in there. And so then I ran into his room, and he's like literally snoring away. He is sleeping. I am waking him oh. up. I was like, you're getting up now. <laughs> I just saw you. Holy shit! What are you like? I was literally freaking out. Like I was like, oh my god. Holy shit! God damn, man. <laughs> That that is fucking creepy, man. Holy yeah, we would take turns at night when we come home from hanging out, like in high school. Yeah, run down to the bathroom, go into the kitchen, grab whatever snacks, and we would run down to our bedrooms and close the door because it felt like someone was following us Holy every time. Shit, man. Holy shit, man, that, that's probably fucking feel like you're running like Billy Mills at that point, too, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. Holy. And my mom had more stories, too, when we were just babies. when they Because they put the house there. I was eight months old when they put the house there because we used to live in the tra old trailer court. And she was, what did she say? They had just gotten carpeting. Damn. And she heard it sounded like high heels coming down the hall. It was always in the hall. <laughs> and Billy was in his room. She had a crib and the door was open. And I was in her bed with her because her dad was out fishing like all night. And she literally felt like her body turned to lead because she just wanted to grab my brother and put him in the bed with us. Okay. And then, yeah, it was just like she just froze. Well, then a couple years later, when my dad, I don't, I can't remember who built, I think it might have been Doug Booth, okay. built our big back deck. I don't know if you remember that. Long time ago, we had a huge deck, oh, yeah. and Billy had a basketball court on it, and um, way before the basketball stuff. It was a nice big deck, had a privacy fence and everything, and my mom was laying in bed again. And if somebody was on the deck, and it literally sounded like a real person, and she had a, a gun on her. I'm like, why did you? Like, it was not like Catler in the 80s. Like, why did you have a gun? Like, <laughs> oh, shit, man. I don't know. It's just kind of like crazy. Well, then I didn't realize this, but back in those days, I, my dad used to sell pot. <laughs> I was like, oh, 
That's awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> what else did you guys do when we were little that we don't remember? <laughs> oh, I don't shit. know. But I, I think that was, I don't know, when he'd go out fishing, it was just, you know, it was just scary to be home alone, so. Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, it's just, especially with that hallway, apparently, you know, holy fuck, man. Yeah, uh, so, okay, <laughs> I have to switch it to a quick funny story, just because I was talking about their old bedroom. Yeah. So, funny story, long, long time ago, uh. Again, I swear things were just different when my parents were married. Like, my dad would be out fishing all week until it closed, and, you know. Oh, yeah. It's just that it was money. It was competitive back in the day. And my mom would always go out the road to go play bingo. I remember that. that was and a, yeah. So she went with my Tony, and me and Mary were, Jamie Lee was babysitting me, Mary, and Billy. She didn't technically babysit Ruer, but he had to stay around the house until their mom came back in from out the road. Yeah. And me and Mary were just, she was always so, like, I don't know, we fed off of each other with, like, ideas, bad <laughs> ideas, good ideas. Yeah. And she wanted to sneak out of the house, and I was terrified of Jamie. I was like, I'm not going to fucking mess with your sister. Like, that's your sister. You can, like, cause a fight or anything with her, but I'm not going to do that because she'll <laughs> kill me. And then... My parents will kill me for not listening to her. Like, <laughs> so Mary snuck out of the house. I don't know. Like, we were like, I don't know, seven and nine. Oh, shit. And so it's not like we're going anywhere. Like, probably literally right outside the house. <laughs> well, Jamie knew she did that. And my in my parents' room, the window was like, you know, just crawl through from the deck. Yeah. And that's what she did is she was trying to crawl back in and Jamie knew she was outside and she locked the window oh, shit. and Mary's knocking on the window and I can hear Jamie from the hallway. Don't you open that window? <laughs> like Mary's yelling at me from the outside, telling me to let her in and Jamie's yelling at me not to let her in. <laughs> and so I had to leave her locked out because Jamie was watching me. <laughs> Oh, like, I couldn't open the window because she was telling me not to because <laughs> our mom showed up and she wanted Tony to find Mary outside because Mary wasn't listening to Jamie. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> Shit, man. Oh, fuck. There's uh, Yeah, I... <laughs> Oh man, that fucking bingo hall out was all right across the street from... uh from the uh, hangar right there was, yep. a, there was that build there was a trailer or some shit out there i remember that trailer and i don't remember when it was just it was like gone all of a sudden when you're like yeah like 94 95 they started having bingo at the town hall yeah if you remember yep there was uh i don't know why i guess it was just maybe that building or that trailer was just getting old or fucking the crazy wasn't it the old restaurant i think so they had it out at the airport yeah yeah fucking tiny building too when you think about it how many people oh. were going out there man like i remember yeah. uh being in cars being in a car just going out for a cruise out that end early 90s and uh 
there would be a shit ton of people coming in. Like you just see the whole fucking oh all, yeah, all the lights coming in on the straightaway. You know, like a tsunami evacuation. Everyone coming back into town. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, go to Yellow Hill. You'll be safe. <laughs> oh yeah. It's like, are we going to be safe? Yellow, I mean, fuck, man. Unless we hike up to Yellow Hill, man. Oh, shit, I don't know. <laughs> I wouldn't, like, nowadays, like, I don't know. When I lived there and we went through the back-to-back evacuations, it was in 2012 and 2013. So it was October of 12, January of 13. Yep. And that was the first time we had, like, an, like we all felt the earthquake. And I remember we had some teachers living across the street in the top part of Sosoha, and it came down, and they were freaking out. The wife was pregnant, Ooh. and they were up top, so they could really feel the shaking. Oh, shit. And they were down, and I ran out to the road. Olivia and Julie were supposed to be staying at Pammy Lee's daughter's birthday sleepover, and it was a Halloween time. Oh, shit. <laughs> And they had already taken off, and uh, my cousin Cecilyn brought her son Michael over because he was going to stay with my son, so he had company. And she had she just showed up, and I was like, "Oh my god, we just had an earthquake!" And she was like, "Didn't believe me." And then my neighbors from across the street showed up. They're like, "Well, what do we do?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, if this tsunami sign goes off, the last time I remember." We have to go out to Yellow Hill. Fuck. That's marked safe, you know? Yeah. Um, and sure enough, like, after I finished saying that, that siren started going off. Holy shit, really? Oh, my God. It was like, I hate it. It's so eerie. It causes anxiety. Yeah. But I was more freaked out because my girls were at a sleepover. Oh, shit. So I'm like, Cecilyn just takes your son back and takes off. And Jason and I are, like, scrambling. What do we do? What do we pack? Like, literally grabbing whatever we could because I was probably, like, a young teen the last time we had to do an evacuation. 1994, spring. I remember that because I was in school. Yep. <laughs> yep, they yep they evacuated everybody, man. Yep. Um, but, so because we went out there, we had to go to Pam's and pick up the girls. My kids had Halloween paint makeup all over their face. They're crying. Like, it was a mess. Fuck. We're trying to throw them in the truck, getting out to Yellow Hill. There is no, um, like, direction. I think, like, all of the, like, the mayor and acting mayors, I think chief of police, like, a lot of people were not there. Fuck, man. When that actually happened. So it was like, who the heck's in charge? Like, there was not a solid plan. It was just, like, insane. There's a cop telling um, somebody on a motorcycle. The guy on the motorcycle was like, ah, I want to get back home. Like, they waited long enough. They were just kind of, like, over the craziness out there. And the cop was like, we don't want to go in and find bodies floating around. I was like, oh, my God, there's little kids standing here. Quit freaking out. Like, yeah. I oh, don't know. Fuck, man. That, at that time, especially the uh, the October one, because um, if you remember, there was like a couple earthquakes in October of 2012, right? Yeah. 
So the it's it's it is around this time too, man. And the only like it's <laughs> crazy is like I was going through like the worst breakup of my entire life at that time. So I was just kind of like existing. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, I was living with uh, Skylar Hudson at the time. And um, I got the text message that Matt LaCatla was evacuating. And uh, I was like, holy shit. And so I was getting ready to head out to a, uh, to the, Halloween parties downtown Ketchikan, yeah. but, but we were on fucking notice, but <coughs> we were in a spot <coughs> that was um, up high enough, you know? Yeah. And all I kept thinking was like, fuck, man, I hope it doesn't hit, man. It's going to fucking destroy Mount Like Cat Love, because it seemed legit, right? Oh, yeah. And I just remember being fucking like... Scared as fuck, man. And um, then then it ended. But there was a fucking another one, right? And I'm sleeping. <coughs> like, really hard. And, like, my fucking door just flies open. And it was just, get up, get up. Get up, there's a fucking earthquake. He slept through it again. Get up. I was like, holy shit, what, what, what? You know? And, <laughs> and I was like, fucking what? And, I, you know, just the jolt. I was like, holy fuck, man. Fucking what? Talk to me, man. And he's like, we're on tsunami warning. And I just like laid back down and I was just like, fuck, dude, I really don't give a fuck right now, <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, then I just kind of laid there and I got up and a couple of their friends came over because they lived downtown. And, oh, okay. And uh, like Skylar came back and, uh, you know, and then we had the other one in, like you said, was it February, January, February of 2013? January. So that one fucking hit. Same thing. Fucking wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. I was, Holy fuck, man. He can't fucking come here and give me a fucking heart attack in my sleep, man. Just wake me up. Say, hey, man. We're on fucking tsunami warning. You come in fucking screaming, man. You're fucking setting a really bad tone. And then yeah. uh, <laughs> so I went out to the living room because my heart was just fucking pounding, not because of the tsunami warning, but because of Skylar's reaction to the tsunami warning. Because yeah. I'm with you. Fucking be, be as calm as you can be. Maybe that's as calm as he could have been. But <laughs> so we got out there, you know, and I'm still reeling from this fucking uh, getting dumped months before. And I'm just like, fuck, dude, you could just let me sleep, man. We're up high enough, you know, and... uh then I got the text messages from my family. Hey, your dad's not leaving. He said he's just going to die if the fucking tidal wave hits. Oh, my God. And I'm like, oh, fuck this shit, man. And so I call. Yeah. And at that point, my brother had called him. And he's like, yeah, fuck, you had a good life. But the grandkids need you around for an even better life. And that's, yeah. what, and that's what fucking finally convinced him to go. And then uh, when Skyler said that, when he woke up, he uh, was getting shaken off of his bed. And so he just instantly started screaming. And then right from there, he flew out of his room into my room screaming, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up, wake up. And I fucking wake up, ah! you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's definitely, uh, there's been some crazy earthquakes. And I remember in Matt LaCatla, the first one was that I remember is in february of 2001 
I remember that one. That's actually what I was just thinking of. Yeah. Because it was like, it was a brisk, cold, uh, kind of a late morning. And I want to say it was Saturday because I didn't have school. Yeah. And I remember seeing things shake in my room and I was like, ran out. I was like, dad, was that an earthquake? (laughs) Like, we don't feel earthquakes down there. Like, we lived on an island. Like. Yeah, we always had the tsunami warnings and everything, but like to actually feel a wor- real earthquake, like yeah. it was like uh, it was not normal, like not for here, anyways. And- yeah, I was actually filling out a job application to work at Least Market, and I thought fucking a couple dump trucks went by because everything shook <laughs> in my dad's house. Yeah, like like just like, it's like holy fuck, man! I was like, why the fuck are the dump trucks driving down your way, Dad? What the fuck's going on? And he's like, shit, I don't know. Looked out, didn't see anything, and then when I went to go turn in the application, like, did you feel that earthquake? I was like, oh, shit, that's what that was. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, and then the other, actually, there's a couple others that I remember, too. So in 2003, I was going to get Maya's uh, bike, and um, uh-huh. I was living with my cousin Dave, and I parked across the street. Is that the bottom of uh, Duncan Hill, that White House that I used to live in? Okay. And then uh, there was, um, uh, what the fuck? Oh, sorry. Train of thought sometimes. Anyway, so, like, I was walking across the street to grab her bike, and, like, everything just started shaking, and I fucking fell. And my cousin Dave, fucking, the fucking front door flies open. He's like, there's an earthquake. What do I do? And I'm, like, trying to get up. I was like, (laughs) the fuck do I know, man? (laughs) <laughs> so i'm trying to get the fuck up and he's screaming what do i do what do we do and it's like dude it's like the first time i ever saw david scared man i'm getting kind of scared <laughs> <laughs> and then the other time was um 2004 uh I th- man might have been right before the summer maybe midsummerish. I was fucking sleeping and uh, sleeping on the couch. Big surprise there, right? And um, <laughs> I don't know if you remember, but like the laundry room in that place was kind of fucking not good. And like, uh, 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 like if you, I don't know if you remember. that White House? Yeah, like I don't know if you remember the times that we'd hang out there and then like I'd be doing laundry and it just sounded like. Yeah, you'd have like parties and stuff too. Yeah, yeah. And then was like. Was it like kind of like as if you were going to go to like the back deck? Yep. That's exactly where it was. Okay. So I was like, what the fuck, man? Is one of my friends doing laundry? Because I fucking fell off the fucking uh, the couch. And then uh, looked around, went and checked. I was like, what the fuck, man? So I went and slept, fell back to sleep. And then uh, Monday morning, I went to go. I was told to just check in because they weren't sure if they were going to have any work for us that day. So I went out to the office in Tamgus. And my brother's like, how'd you sleep, man? I was like... Dude, I fucking fell off the fucking couch on this date. He's like, yeah, it's a fucking earthquake. Let me guess. You fucking slept through it just like fucking dad did? I was like, what about you? He's like, I was fucking scared, man. I was fucking terrified. You know? Fucking this and fucking that. And here you and dad are just like, yeah, I fucking fell off the couch, man. Didn't really think much of it. Went back to sleep. (laughs) Oh, shit, man. It's just wild, man, because... I'm with you, man. If you could be calm, or at least be the calmest you can, because what that cop said did not need to be said, right? Oh, yeah. I'm going to scare everybody. 
I don't know. I always try to take in consideration there's probably little kids around and they really don't need to get traumatized by words. Like, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I remember that in the 94 earthquake when we evacuated. Yep. We were in school and yep. one of my dumb classmates were like, if the tsunami comes, it's going to take out Kristen's house first. I was like, fuck you guys. Like, <laughs> yeah. oh, I hated them. But then I started crying because I was like, my house is going to float away like oh man you're a little kid and you know yeah. you're reading, i don't know your mind can really take on some wild rides and yeah there was uh i walked over to the courthouse because that's where my mom was working she was the court clerk back then okay so i walked over there and i was just kind of carefree about it me and merle um my mom's like, all right, let's go. She said, we got to get your sister. And then uh, Merle, go get your go get your stuff. And uh, we're going to pick you up after we grab our stuff. And I didn't, I'm like you. I didn't know what the fuck to grab. I think I grabbed a couple Warriors jerseys that I had back then. And some fucking, as many fucking different pairs of clothes I could fit into a backpack, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Because it's like, what the fuck, man? And, uh. Yeah, that that was fucking wild, man. It was just like, like you said, that fucking that goddamn siren, man. <laughs> like you hear that no matter where the fuck you're at in Malakatla. Oh yeah. It's so uh, the one that happened in January of 2013 because it was right after we lost my grandma. My grandpa did the same thing. He like shut all his lights off. He told us afterwards that the cops were knocking at his door. People were trying to get him to come out, and that was his plan because we just lost my grandma. He was like. Uh, lived a good life kind of same attitude it was like freaking mad because you know we're all grieving my mom was in town because it was literally like a week after my grandmother's funeral so she's staying on my couch and my mom like about dinner time is when she'd start having her her beer and okay. then she'll try to slip a shot of tequila and all of that okay. like it was just like what her nightly routine was yeah well same thing the sirens going off my uh it was mainly olivia because i don't know they were all traumatized by that siren just a couple months before that during the halloween yeah. weekend yeah and so they're screaming they're crying like they know we have to go and they're scared that we're gonna lose our house and just the same old thing again Fuck. and my mom was just like no you guys can go i'll just stay hang out here and olivia like all the kids are freaking out at that time like grandma's coming with i was like fuck you mom get your shit pack your beer let's go <laughs> like she grabbed her freaking purse her cigarettes and she grabbed a whole health pack of freaking beer and like i was like oh my god mom like she's drinking and jason's driving us in this oh, middle shit. of the night at yeah. this point yeah. And because of the pandemonium, we survived out in Yellow Hill. Fuck. Jason and I were like, we're going to go up to the new road. The new road was open and it was just like oh, okay. taking into our actual health into consideration. Say if there really was a tsunami and it did, you know, take out parts of Mount Lakatla. Yeah. I would want to feel better knowing I'm going to be closer to catch can, closer to radio signal. Cleaner yeah. air, cleaner water, because you don't have that dump out on the new road. Yep. And it was just like, no, it's we <laughs> would have a better chance of surviving if we went up there. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's just kind of the <laughs> thing. And sure enough, we get up there, 
one of the cops like tried to stop us and just they let us go they couldn't like make us go the other way but they were trying not to let people go up there which was weird man and so i get up there and there's a lot of people parked up above the waterfall and it was just like oh this is awesome like there's a lot more calm up here like and so we we just turned on the radio to listen to um the catch can radio station and my kids fell asleep my mom's like you know asking to pull over so she can smoke it's still winter time and yeah. i was like oh okay so we just went for basically one long cruise and then we were coming back i think we must have been where um hemlock is or something or, or tame oh, okay. yep. yeah and you can see uh, everybody driving in from out the road so i was like huh must be safe we can just go home because that time had passed and nothing happened so it's still scary though right oh yeah it, it's it's a freaky feeling man because it very well could happen, you know? Oh, yeah. Because, like, what the fuck? Like, what do I do? <laughs> like, what if this is the fucking one? And you're like, what if this is the fucking one and I'm fighting with my mom to fucking leave with us, <laughs> you know? Oh, my God, yeah. Cause now, then... it was just, like, I don't know. We kind of made fun of her for doing that. And I was still kind of like, I was like, you have to apologize to your grandkids. For God's sakes, you scared them. I yeah. thought you were gonna like freaking die. Like, yeah. <laughs> uh fuck it's wild, right? Um oh, yeah. shit, man. Um there yeah. So uh you guys got anything planned for this Halloween? Um not really. Not that I know of. Yeah. Kids going to any dance parties or anything up there? Uh, so we're back in wrestling season and I am not sure we're actually hosting a big tournament next weekend and then I don't know where they go the weekend after that. So it's kind of tough when Halloween lands in the middle of a week. Like it's just, it's not as fun. (laughs) It's like the 4th of July on a fucking Tuesday when you're a kid. right? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And I believe like, and this is the smart way to do it, but. I know our schools, I think Metlakatla does the same thing where they have a teacher in service day on November 1st. And I think that's for their own sanity because, you know, these kids are going to be wild, <laughs> wired up on sugar. So yeah, like, that's a Halloween party and everything. <laughs> yeah, that's smart, man. Like it's a, uh, it's a smart move, man. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, it's like makes everybody happy. <laughs> There's a, I, I told you this over text, but I'll, I'll tell everybody now officially on the podcast. I, um, I got a, a shirt press type thing coming with a printer and ink. So I'll be selling podcast t-shirts again, hopefully by late November. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, so I got like six or seven different logos that I'll be selling. Then I just got some random logos that I got in my mind, you know? Okay. Um, Obviously, they're going to be in 80s style and 90s fonts, you know? Very cool. Yeah, yeah. And one of the things, too, is uh, because on Fridays, I I go to uh, the gym with my buddy Megan. And, like, you know, you see some girls around there. And uh, some of them wear, like, those uh, (laughs) those Ben Berkeley uh, mesh tank tops, you know, that that stop (laughs) off at the belly. (laughs) You know? know? Um, I... uh, 
a quick story really quick about that is um kevin worked for me at the airport kevin clevenger and uh okay. we used to have to wear the safety vest because we're going out on the tarmac right yep and i'd be like all right man let's go i gotta go training he's like oh hold on you know because he's telling the story and i was like you know what grab your fucking Ben Berkeley vest and let's fucking go. And he started laughing. <laughs> and uh, he was like, shit, man. So now it's like uh, me and him always talk about it. We call it, I call it the Kevin shirt. Or he's like, oh, go, 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 go grab your Bruce shirt, man. <laughs> but one of the things that I was thinking of was like selling like workout shirts like that, but with my podcast logo on it for girls. Now that would be very cool. Yeah. Um, they're also going to be on ve- on vests. <laughs> On sweaters, oh, wow. yeah. So I'll be selling them on uh, hoodies and zip ups. Cool. Yeah, and uh, it should everything should be here that first week of November. So it'll give me a couple weeks to kind of fuck with it and zero in on how it needs to be done. You know. Very cool. Yeah, yeah. So gonna get a bit more serious about things and see where it takes me. You know. Awesome. Now yeah. I have the stickers on. Like random water bottles and cups nice. and stuff, and it's like, yeah, it's funny how stickers really became a thing again. Like yeah. quite a few years ago, like it's, I don't know, like even my son has stickers and everything. Like it, it's something fun, and it's like I don't know. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy, right? Yeah, it, it's so weird how many like I don't know all the nostalgia stuffs like coming back up and being the thing again and i know uh, obviously i'm fucking very nostalgic about the 80s um <laughs> like i said there's a few different fonts i'm going to be using and bright colors and whatnot you know um yeah so that's something to look forward to again i'm, I'm really excited about getting in that and making my own shirts this time around that way i could <laughs> reap all the benefits of it you know because yeah it um I, was, I kept trying like only one time I was able to to get a local company to make them for me, uh-huh. and that felt like pulling teeth to to just to get them to to do what I wanted, man. It wasn't very hard. It was the NWO logo, you know. Okay. And it just took forever to get them to do it. Then it ended up being like eighteen dollars a shirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, it's like shit. Okay, man. And that was a year year and three months ago and then i was trying to get shirts made again this past aug or i went in in june and then by july i hadn't gotten anything and just by random luck some girl had posted on catch can sales cycle that she had leftover barbie shirts that she had made personally for her and her friends and uh she made a few shirts for me so that and then and i was like okay man during dividend season i gotta buy my own shirt press and do this because it I end up spending about two two hundred fifty dollars every time just to get these shirts. Yeah, it's uh, if I could save that money, fuck man, it'll go a long ways, you know. Yeah, very cool. Yeah, oldest, I think. Yeah, because I guess I didn't realize that the oldest they had another brother. I didn't realize there was three brothers. Jeez, like, we only knew Scott and Aaron. Geez, so there's three brothers and three sisters. I think four sisters. Four sisters. Jeez. Okay. So I knew real. I mean, people like who are the. Well, if you grew up in Mount Cali, you know the Hillmans. So I knew Amy, Jody, and uh, Scott and Aaron. 
I guess are the ones yeah. we would have known, right? Because they went to school and met. Yep. Damn. So the oldest brother, his name is Keith, and then there's Becky, and there's Sally. Oh, Sally Hillman. Damn. Yeah. Okay. So Becky teaches my kid. She's the uh, Eng- one of the English teachers for the high school. So yeah. she's she taught Liv. She's had both Roman and she has Julie now. Wow. So when Jason did his interview, they did the community meet and greet. And because I came up with him when he did the interview, you know, I got to see my old music teacher, Miss Warren, who was in Mount Lakatla. And she was up there? The, yeah, she's been here this whole time. As soon as she left Mount Lakatla, she moved to Valdez and she's still here. <laughs> I, I, holy she, shit, man. She retired. Let's see, Olivia's senior year, so almost, like, it's two school years ago. Like, it's okay. weird. I go by school yeah. years and not actual years. <laughs> yeah. It's confusing. But, yeah, so she's been retired. She's actually going to be getting ready to move, I think, to the Midwest or something soon by her kids because they live. They go to college over in uh, Holy Midwest. Holy shit. That's a name I haven't heard in a while. You know what's crazy, too, is you saying she, she taught you, then she taught your kids, so... She's, yeah, she's well, she got it. She yeah. only taught Julie. Oh, okay. but when Jason was up for the interview, I was like always still friends with her because she'd reached out when I lost my dad. Like she was good friends with my mom. And, okay, okay. Um, just I mean, she's babysit Billy and I too. So wow, I uh, always kept in contact with her. And so when Jason was like, "Well, I have an interview in person interview for Valdez." And he was like, you want to come with? I was like, uh, yeah, I want to come with. Like, check it out. It was just kind of like a last-minute thing. And so um, my grandpa watched all of our kids in that. Holy shit. <laughs> what a good guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. He, it was just, like, hilarious. Like He was like, wait a minute. Do you have to actually stay at your house? I was like, uh, yeah, that's kind of the point of watching the kids. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hmm. <laughs> yeah. It, it's just. I don't know. But so I came up here and I was messaging her and I was like, what kind of things are there to do for kids in Valdez? And she was like going on and on and on and on. It was just like went right over her head. And then she was like, wait a minute. <laughs> What's going on? I was like, well, my husband has a job interview for uh, a principal's position. And I didn't realize there was two principal positions open okay. and I didn't say which building yeah and so she just automatically assumed he was applying to be the high school principal and i was like how long is actually applying to be the elementary principal and she's like oh my god he's gonna be my boss like it was just like (laughs) i feel old now kind of moment that i gave to her and (laughs) it was just funny like and then seeing her you know i cried because it was just you know having that connection kind of coming back in like a full circle and um and then, you know, she got to teach Julie, and I got to sit in and watch her in class. And I was like, <laughs> having a major flashback. I was like, exactly the same. You still have that energy. Like, she's totally fun with the little kids. And, yeah. Nice. That's good to hear, man. Um, it's just wild, man. Every now and then I run into Mr. Ulmer down here. I re- I used to see him all the time running because I used to live out in South Point Higgins Road. I would always oh, see him okay. run. By like the lighthouse grocery yeah and like kind of going in towards town yeah man it's just wild now it's just i don't know man i talked to i talked to Jeannie because she's been at the school for 20 plus years and uh yeah 
I said, oh, man, the kids that I originally taught them teaching their kids now. I said, holy fuck, man. It's like Mr. Olmler teaching our parents and then teaching us, man. <laughs> yep. Um, I know Jason had his little moments, too, because when he very first moved to Metlakatla, he taught Billy's class their senior year and below. Okay. And so when he moved into being the elementary principal for Metlakatla, uh, one of my cousins, their kids ended up getting sent to the principal's office. And Jason had that I feel old moment because I used to teach this kid's dad. And now his dad's coming in as the parent. And, <laughs> and so my cousin came in and he scolded his son. You know this guy right here? He was my teacher in high school. Holy shit, and, man. Like, you're not allowed to disrespect and just kind of going on and on and on. And then because it's a relative, he's like, you know, and it's also your uncle. And Jason's like, oh, we don't need to go that far. <laughs> <laughs> they have to see us at family gatherings. So it was just kind of funny. Like, yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. That's crazy, right? Speaking of elementary school. So yeah. I totally am like, I can't continue on unless i share this yeah, yeah when i worked in the elementary kitchen with stacy oh my god yeah there's a lot of weird activity in that building like oh, yeah when nobody's in there yeah it's uh me and adam actually talked about that <laughs> about it's the in all the buildings yeah. i've worked in the elementary kitchen and the high school yeah and when i'm it's i don't know we had to cook breakfast, and so we were always at work by 5.30 a.m. Okay. And we worked with my Auntie Marcella. Yeah. And one day, Stacy and I got to work before my auntie. She was always there, like, basically at 5 a.m. Okay. And anyway, so Stacy and I, we come through the, the gym door to the kitchen right from that parking lot by the baseball side. Yeah. And so we get in, and we're getting things situated, and we're trying to plan out breakfast because it's like you cook hot breakfast three times out of the week, and then in between those days are like cereal days. Yeah. And so I can't remember what day we were doing. I just knew we were like trying to get everything out and prepped. And I can't remember. We were talking about what we were doing for food and everything, and... All of a sudden, we heard, like, running and a faint sound of kids' laughter. Ugh. And we're looking at the clock, and it says 5.35 a.m. I was like, Stacy, <sighs> nobody's out there. She's like, I know. Holy and shit. I was like, oh, my God. Like, we just started freaking out. And what it sounded like, like, we opened up the door and looked into the gym. And it didn't sound in the gym. It sounded like where the old library used to be. I don't know if you've been in that building after it got renovated. Fuck me, I haven't, they, actually. <laughs> okay, so they took out the old library. Oh, wait, but, no, I mean, wait, sorry. Still, yep, yep, okay. Well, yeah, but it sounded like it was, like, people, kids running in circles up Jesus in that Christ. area. And it's still dark in that part of the building, and... So we were like, oh, my God. I'm like, where's my auntie? <laughs> and, like, and she finally shows up, and, and we're like, did you come through the door? She's like, yeah. Because normally when we come in, we have to check in and go through where we heard the laughter and or the feet running and everything yeah. to go clock in. Yeah. And 
Stacy and I would always be too chicken to like have to do it on our own unless you could see all the lights on or something. But like that day, I was like, <laughs> I'm not going in there by myself. Like, I was like, oh, no. <laughs> not well, then, today. Um, <laughs> So my auntie shows up and she she gives us the smile like she knows she knows there's nobody out there but she believes us hearing stuff and yeah. so we're like oh my god <laughs> so like a couple weeks later Stacy and I were doing our dishes after the breakfast and my aunt was already gone and so it's almost like we have a lunch break at like eight thirty in the morning. Like as soon as the kids go go to class, yeah. you know, we get the dishes going and then we take our lunch break and then we come back and we're there until like one or two. Yeah. Anyways, so we were talking away and we were gossiping <laughs> and I wanna say it had had to do with something with Mary. Okay. And I'm not joking. I feel like if we talk enough, it's almost like Mary comes in and scares us somehow. <laughs> but I'm yeah. not joking. Yeah. There was something. I think they, like, somebody did that, like, that no that noise. And Stacey and I looked at each other, and there's, like, a good, like, 10 feet in between us. And we were, like, we both looked at each other again, and then we looked behind us, and then we walked away from each other, but we were, like, going to run into each other. Like, we were both kind of checking both sides Oof. at the same time. Yeah. And I was like, that's nobody's in here. And we ran into the back storage. Nobody was back there either. I was like, oh my God. Damn. It's like, had it been fucking Mary getting mad at us for talking <laughs> too much? Like, oh my God. <laughs> oh, shit, man. <laughs> yeah. I just been like, uh, and then in the high school. Yeah. I was fine. I never, like, totally felt creeped out only once in a while but stacy yeah. had this story about this was before i started working up there okay she's sitting at the it's like a big butcher's block kind of table and she was writing out i don't know what she was she was writing something i don't know if it was like a grocery list or what and she saw an entire person show up that came from the hallway to where the big freezers are and then yeah. there's the door that goes out into the parking lot and there's a dumpster on the side of the gym yeah and yeah. so they came up and they just leaned and they were looking at her and i can't remember who else was with her this uh lady that used to run the kitchens lisa okay and just leaning over it was like a big uh mixer like they oh, do fresh bread and everything on that thing. Whoever it was was leaning on it, looking, and sh they look up, and it was, like, gone. And they start running throughout the whole kitchen looking, and nobody's there. But sh she saw an actual, like, figure. Yeah. Somebody watching them. I was like, so after she had to tell me that, as I'm going to the freaking high school by myself, I was just like, oh, my God, fucking Stacy. <laughs> making this ghost appear just for me like i no, i don't need it no. uh so swing on yeah, stacy <laughs> definitely have my moments because she was like frightened like damn she was really scared <laughs> <laughs> shit man so i know she wasn't making it up like yeah no i like, totally uh... tell when she lies like <laughs> it's uh it's scary shit, man. When you when you're in the when you're in that shit and it's going down, every worst scenario possible 
is running through your mind. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck, man. I literally, when I coached, I forgot. I have so many different experiences. Yeah. <laughs> coached the high school tutors here a couple years ago. And it was kind of funny. The, both of our teams were down in Ketchikan for the Clark Cochran oh, yeah. uh, tournament. And so my cheerleaders and I had the gym to ourselves. And I only had like five girls. Okay. And we were in the gym and we we're just kind of having full rain and running and just enjoying our own time in the gym. Yeah. And I, was, I always keep my eyes open to know where the janitors are. Just, okay. you know, to stay out of their way. Yeah. But they all had their stories about being scared of the high school. Like, Oof. <laughs> <laughs> so they were talking about the locker rooms. And I can't remember why. Oh, we had our uniforms in the uniform closet going towards the women's locker room. Yeah. And I was pulling stuff in and out, kind of getting the stuff passed out to the girls. And I was like, I was like, oh, my God, where's the janitor? I need to get a key. We couldn't find a janitor, but we saw the, the cart. And I don't know. Like, we got caught up into sharing creepy stories of the schools. And one of the girls went into the locker room, and then they just started freaking out. They are like, no. I'm not going in here by myself. Like we all went basically as a group because it was just like, I don't know <laughs> the yeah. mind playing games on all of us. Yeah. Fucking. But, a. <laughs> yeah. I swear there's, I don't know, spirits or energies. Yeah. In all schools, all hospitals. Yeah. It's uh you get there at the wrong time, man, and you're going to catch the bad vibes whether you're happy or not, you know? I know. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Um, well, shit, Kristen, thanks for coming on. This is uh, really good. This won't post this weekend. It'll post the following weekend. Okay. So I will, like last time, I will send you the uh, link when it gets posted. Um the episode up right now is the one I have with Adam and his Tamgus horror stories, essentially. So <laughs> give that a that listen. That one really creeped me out <laughs> listening to that. Right? Yeah. Yeah. And then the one that posts this weekend is the one with me, him, and Merle, then you the following weekend. So. Oh, cool. Yeah. So again, thank you. I almost okay. feel like I might have to share just one yeah, more. Yeah. No, no, that's fine. Because I remember texting you this. Yeah. And. I think back to listening to one of yours and Merle's episodes about, I don't know if it was UFOs or something. Okay. I think it was UFOs. Yeah. But I um, had a, a memory pop up when I was listening to that of something I saw right yep. there in Mount Lakatla. And um, I don't really like to share too much about I don't know, hanging out with my ex or anything, yeah. but I was hanging out with my ex. He was waiting for his flight to go to catch can and um, we're sitting in the vehicle on the old, the state dock. It wasn't, uh, not the old dock, the newer dock, I guess. Yeah. And um, his ex called because they're trying to figure out 
um, him picking up his son and all this and that. And because he was fine, he let me keep the Jeep in Metlakatla. Yeah. And um, it was just, I don't know, I was just like listening to him and his ex chat. Like, so it was like, oh, I think it was awkward <laughs> still at that time. And, the whole co-parenting stuff. I'm like, no, I, I didn't have kids. So it was just kind of whatever, just kind of going with the flow. And I started rubbing my eyes because I saw something in the sky oh, while we were waiting for the plane. And I rubbed my eyes again. And he's like, you see it too? I was like, you see what I see? <laughs> oh, and he was like, like, you know, his ex Jenny was on the phone. He was like, ah, uh, let me call you back. Cause he was like, Oh my God. And I was like, Oh my God, you have to get on a fucking plane. And apparently what we saw, um, I can't remember the name of the show. I think it's on AM 930 Saturday nights. There was a certain show that would be broadcasted through catch can radio. Okay. And it was, oh, it was this older guy who would always chat about, like, paranormal activities and just, like, a big wide range of stories and unusual. And the topic that they were talking about, and it was the recent thing that people were spotting something of uh, the spirit of the Thunderbird, and it was a huge, gigantic cloud formation of a bird flapping its wings and that's exactly what we saw right there holy shit um i can't remember if it came from purple mountain or if it came from gravina damn but we saw this thing flapping its wings and apparently when it flaps its wings you can hear thunder but i don't recall hearing thunder oh, and i we saw it come in uh by the twin sister islands and then it came in towards hemlock and then it's like it disappeared behind purple mountain holy shit and paul was terrified of flying like being a mechanic like yeah. you wouldn't think but he was extra terrified of getting on that plane because it was a promet coming and so i forgot about that whole experience um yeah. actually two years ago and i have this book in my hand it's called ghosts of alaska yeah by jody ellis knapp yeah and in the very back it's just it's just a ton of short stories of just everything random people who submitted their their stories yeah and there's like a short like page and a half about the thunderbird and um <laughs> It says in 2001, reports of the Thunderbird sighting surfaced again with people saying they saw, they had seen a bird the size of a small plane overhead in Pennsylvania. And then other sightings during that same period with one person describing the bird having a windspan of over 15 feet and the body of like five feet in length. Well then, Fast forward to this is about the time when we saw it. Yeah. In Alaska, has its own Thunderbird sightings over the years and as well known as occurring in 2002. It was October of 2002 Oof. when we saw that. And 
there is, it says the man in Togiak uh, had just west, I cannot pronounce most of these small villages. Well, they were working outside, and what he initially saw was a small plane flying towards him. And he realized it wasn't a plane, it was some kind of a huge winged oh, creature. Shit. And then later on that week, a pilot flying a group to that same spot yeah. looked out the window of the plane and saw a huge bird about a thousand feet from his plane. And he estimated the wind span of the bird to be roughly 14 feet in length, Holy like shit. the same size of the plane. And um, yeah, was, so they're saying that uh, the speculation about whether or not the Thunderbirds are actually real or if they're like a surviving species of the pterodactyl. Holy shit. Like it, it's just a small page written about whatever the heck I saw. Jeez, Christ. But on that radio, yeah. they had talked about spotting it um, at the coast of California, the coast of Oregon, the coast of Washington, <laughs> somewhere in British Columbia. And I was like, and we saw that thing right there in, in Mount Lake Alpha. Yeah. Damn. So, I mean, in reality, it was a UFO. We didn't know what it was flying. Um, Fuck, man. That's fucking wild. Whether it's... Yeah, holy fuck, man. Either way, it's kind of fucking freaky. Whichever one it turned out to be, you know? Oh, yeah. it's And I'm a believer <coughs> in, you know, all UFOs and whatnot. Um, yeah. I, I don't smoke pot anymore, but when I used to, I would love to... Like, when Jamie uh, Sanford was my neighbor, yeah. we'd hang out in our backyards and, you know, we'd usually have drinks and I'd smoke a little bit and we would get caught up into really staring into the stars and like making up shit. <laughs> kind of, <laughs> I don't know. We weren't sober. So it yeah. was like kind of fun to mess with each other, but I don't know. There's uh, there was one time we could see some, kind of a distant light and it looked like it was dancing in a formation. I was like, that cannot be a satellite. Like, yeah. <laughs> Something fucking wild, right? Yep. Fuck, dude. Yeah, it's, uh, I know I, I told Merle I wanted to do another UFO um, podcast with him. Um, just because there's so much fucking information out there now that they fucking finally acknowledged it, you know? Oh, I know. So it's like, oh, okay, let's, uh, Let's fucking find out all the UFO stories we can about Alaska. You know, it's just fucking crazy, man. <laughs> well, I mean, earlier this year with um, protecting our airspace, like, yeah. you know, and then they saw the balloon down in the lower 48, but it was originally spotted up this way before it went through Canada. And where did it actually go to, like, Montana or something like that? And yeah. even more south. But I remember Senator Murkowski even giving a brief update on it and, like, the seriousness in her eyes. I was like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> like, they don't tell us everything. Like, <laughs> fuck no, I man. don't know. Fuck, dude. That's, uh, yeah, I don't know. Shit's wild <laughs> oh yeah um, it seems to just get a little bit more crazier every single day too oh fucking a man um i think you are gonna be like our third longest podcast buddy <laughs> sweet <laughs> yeah 
Um, well, uh, well I, we need to do this again. Yes, let's. Like, uh, I literally am like, it's so hard to like find time to just like. Maybe during your Christmas break, we could do some Christmassy happy shit. That could be fun. Because, uh, you know, I don't know if you're if, if you're freer or not around Christmas time, but uh, we could fucking figure something out. You know, like on a weekend that I'm works hoping, for you. Yeah, I'm hoping to. Um, and I'm trying to get my daughter back home for Christmas with her boyfriend. And man, that is like such a trip. Like one minute they're young, they're in middle school <laughs> or they're in high school. And the next they're bringing like their significant other home. And it's like, oh my God, like, yeah. I don't know. We both had that experience this summer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's uh, funny because for the boyfriend, you know, he's from Utah. He is not a Mormon because that was the first question I asked. And she was like, Mormon. I was like, what? <laughs> it's not being rude. I'm just, I want to know. Like, yeah. <laughs> there's a lot of Mormons. Like, yeah. yeah like, I don't know. It's like a first question when anyone says you're from uh, Salt Lake City. So I was like, oh my gosh. So he's not. But he plays baseball for their college. Nice. He puts up with her. I literally <laughs> find myself apologizing to this poor boy, like, repeatedly. I'm like, oh, my God, I really raised, like, a little meanie or a bully. Like, <laughs> for one, is. she's, like, you know, she can kick anyone's ass. And yeah. She's a state champion wrestler. And then, yep. I don't know, it's just, like, oh, this kid. She can just, I don't know, just, like, the way she was raised in Alaska. She's a little rugged sometimes with, her words and whatnot and yeah. it's like god you're so not gentle either like, yeah <laughs> she's my loud one yeah. uh shit man <laughs> and then he told us too he's scared to break up with her because she beat him up <laughs> like i would hope she doesn't yeah. like like let's not break up though <laughs> yeah yeah let's not do that but yeah she won't beat you up <laughs> yeah so they've been together a year. Nice. She's met his family. She spent Thanksgiving with them last year. Oh, good. He spent Christmas with us. And then he came back and he worked for a month this summer. And he really loves Alaska. So nice. they want to come back and do Christmas. And then it made his mom sad because she wanted them for Christmas. Oh. <laughs> just the whole, like, I feel like I'm sharing custody or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how it goes, man. The kids get older. Oh, my gosh. Make their own choices. They see you when they could see you, essentially, you know? Yeah. So yeah. we're trying to plan out with, um, I'd like to watch her wrestle. Cause she's, you know, going to grad. She's in a two-year college, so she's yeah. going to graduate this year. Okay. And then um, and she's got nationals. Nice. In March, and so I think we're gonna try and go for that. That'll be, I think, in Iowa. Okay, cool. Uh, her her wrestling team. So she wrestled at nationals with a broken elbow. I guess she we think she broke it two years ago. That first year she became a state champ for wrestling. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it it was called the surgery was I think the whole thing was called Tommy John's syndrome. It's named after a baseball player something on the elbow yeah it was a, a really odd thing to break it was like something like broke and was just kind of floating in her the elbow yeah and then she had wrestled after the new year and that's kind of when it got really injured Ouch. and so she kind of stuck it up 
um, tape the crap out of it. They had to pop it back into place so many different times. It just wouldn't stay. And so she wrestled at nationals. She won one match. And then if you, what was the thing? She wrestled three times. If she had won just one more match, she would have had an all-American title. Oh, okay. Nice. So, and that was what she really wanted, but that elbow just killed her. And Oof. so the goal is to get all American status this year. There you go. And um, kind of go from there if she wants to continue wrestling. I know she is looking at other, like, four-year colleges and whatnot. And nice. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's just, like, so crazy. She was offered to join the volleyball team. Yeah. Because the last time I talked to you was that year she became a state champ in two different sports. Yep. And so she also had a soccer background, and she almost the she almost joined their women's soccer team, but she was I don't know. She can only focus on one thing at a time, and we didn't want her to jump into college her first year and spread herself too thin. So. Yeah. Oh, the the energy of a young young adult. <laughs> I know. I was like, if I could do it all over again, I, I know I would have did things a little bit different. Yeah. But yeah. my whole goal is I want my kids to be better than what I was. And yeah. Yeah. Better yeah. humans. Period. Like. Yeah. So yeah. far, so good. Yes, definitely. Great job, you and Jason are doing. And and like I said, we could either we could try again in November or December. We'll just figure out a time that works better for you. Sounds good. All right, buddy. Thank well, thank you. you for having me. Hey, Have a great evening. Hey, you too. Enjoy the weekend. And uh, I guess we'll just keep sending each other fucked up videos like we always find and send to each other. <laughs> I get good laughs from the ones that know, you send. I know, that so. nostalgia. <laughs> yeah. We didn't talk about movies this time. Oh, yeah. Funny. Yeah, we'll do that on the next one. How's that? We'll, 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 Sounds we'll, good. We'll finally give our review on the movie that we didn't even hit the first time. <laughs> <laughs> Sound good, bud? That sounds good. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. You too, buddy. Thank you for coming on. I greatly appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, have a good one. You too. Bye. Bye.